come opening day. He needs to be starting on that field somewhere because I want to make my picks count. I want to get I want to get a, a interior lineman. Uh, that's good. I ain't talking about just to get a lineman. You find the best available. We need a defensive end. We let Johnson, who went to Georgia and then went to Florida State, uh, get out of here, who was projected to be our pick, a defensive end, played his butt off at Florida State because they didn't have nothing. Okay? So we need an interior lineman, a defensive end. Then we need to get a guard, offensive guard, and an offensive tackle. They're going to have to understand that they got to do that. Are they you just, can't drive the train without no car. Are they just not willing to just pull the trigger and do this humongous over, over, overhaul and go out and just go shop, go on a shopping spree and just kind of willy-nilly fill all these positions? I, there just seems to be no sense of urgency in doing what's necessary to really build a contender here. What do you think, OG? I, I, would, I would almost be okay. I, I can see a, a, a strategy that makes sense if you – don't get your first couple of, of guys that are already off the board. If you trade your your highest second round pick for two or three third, fourth round picks, because it's vol we need volume. And so if if we need math, I mean, if we had 10, 11 picks in the draft, I think that would almost be more beneficial than a handful of, of good ones. We've had eleven picks in the draft and didn't do deadly. We've had 11 picks in the draft and didn't do diddly. That's why for me, I look at it differently. If I pick somebody in the seventh round, I want him on my football team because I picked him and I want him to be able to contribute. We've had 11 picks a couple of times. These cats ain't even in the league no more. As you say, that was last year. That was years past. I'm just, I'm just telling you. You talking about if we had more picks, we got nine. We have so many needs across the board. I think we need to trade up and get trade up. Yeah, I think we need to trade up and get some of these picks that uh, that some of these players that are there that that, that are the good play. I mean, you let you needed a run stopper, didn't you? Mm -hmm. And you, he was sitting right there. All you had to do is give him give him some bananas. That's all you had to do, and you didn't give him no bananas. No bananas. Good God, <laughs> T-Bird's on the roll tonight, y'all. <laughs> Here on the Captain Tate Sports Report, more better T-Bird and the other guy. Gonna take a quick break, guys. We'll be back and we'll talk some Braves.
Let's Talk with Dexter Benning Show, where we talk about the issues of the day, from politics to stupid laws and stupid lawmakers. Please join us every Monday morning at 10 a.m. for the real Let's Talk with Dexter Benning. And we are back here live at Mission Rose Studios in Cartersville, Georgia, with the one and only T-Bird and the other guys, the Couch Potato Sports Report. Guys, choop, choop. Yep. So uh, getting kind of live in here, we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. I'm sure we're going to have to, T-Bird, just just breathe. Uh-huh. Just just breathe. I'm just trying breathe. to. And, and, and some good news. We had Acuna back in the lineup, made an immediate impact. So... Oh, gee, I heard you were at the game last night. So what do you, what do you think? Is, is this good news? We won a series finally this year. So are we, are we, are we getting somewhere? Are we gaining traction? I, I, think, I think there's some possibility of, of kind of turning around the early part of the season. We still have a losing record, but put up the win last night. I, I think watching the game, Acuna had an impact, but his stats – look better than the actual impact he had. And mm. I say that because he early in the game, his second at bat, he hit a single, but it ended up being a, a, a fielder's choice. And wisely, the fielder threw out the, the lead runner, not Acuna. So just for that, I don't know if he had a impact to the final score, but certainly um, made Made showed that his defense uh, is still on top of his game. OG, uh, I, you know, I'm I'm going to try my best to protect you, but I'm sensing a little bit that you're not really impressed that much with Acuna. And be careful, this is T Bird's dude. I I saw that he I he's definitely got the uh, he still has some swag, and and I can see a little bit of ego there just just by his his kind of reactions. And so I know Freddie Freeman and and him had beef, but uh, T-Bird's about to implode over yeah, there. Yeah, look how he's looking at you. <laughs> Go ahead and let loose. Deep breath, Just let loose, because T-Bird. he got hurt, he don't have no swag no more? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay, look, I was at the game Tuesday night, okay? And you were at the game last night when Acuna played, okay? He didn't play tonight. I was there. We won the game, but the place was like a funeral home. I was going to ask you about the atmosphere. Yeah, tonight. it was like a I mean, it was just a game. But when Acuna was there last night, the TV people were cracking up. I was cracking up. And I know they was cracking up in the stadium. You know how many people that was not going to the game because that it came out late that he was going to start that decided I'm going to the game because Ron Acuna is playing? And you're going to tell me he didn't have no impact on him? As soon as you say number 13 is going to be in right field, it changes the whole dynamics of our lineup. You understand? Well, you were there, OG. Was was it was the atmosphere electric? I mean, there, there were there. It was packed. It wasn't sold out, but it, it was a packed house. And and I and, did see a lot of Acuna jerseys. Come on, and shirts somebody. And, That's what I'm trying to tell you, Drew. Ron Acuna is a five-two player. He's 24 years old. He is gonna be. He was on the verge last year of being a uh, best player in baseball. He was gonna be. Uh, I'm hoping this year, um, he just gives you so much. Like I was telling you earlier when we were off air, Jason Hayward hit a laser shot to right field, which would have been a double anywhere else. Ronald Acuna plays it off the wall and throws a missile to second base. He would have been deader than a doornail. 
So tell me he don't impact the game. Okay, first game back, might, might have a few little jitters, went one for three, one, one for five, actually. But he put the ball in play. That play you were talking about, if uh, nobody's at second base, that's a hit. They weren't going to throw him out because it was deep in the hole. I saw the game. I know. <laughs> so no, he changes our lineup, Drew. Uh, you got him leading off. You got Matt Olson second. Uh, look who hit a home run last night. Uh, Austin Riley, mm-hmm. Adam Duvall, and Dansby. Yeah. Dansby went deep and had two a couple of hits. He had a, a couple of hits tonight. I was there Tuesday. So look how much it does. You don't think that Ronald Acuna being in the lineup changes the other players' mindset? We got our dude back. We finna be like we were. You know, it, it's a mental thing that they love seeing number 13 at the top of the lineup. Mo, do you remember a week or two ago when, when T-Bird was talking about Adam Duvall and pitching around him and all this? and all, he, hit an, he hit an irrelevant home run last night, which ain't nothing I, irrelevant. I, it was important for him yes. because he has done nothing all that's, year. That's why all it wasn't the, irrelevant. All the more to say, I don't care who you are, I am still pitching right down the center to Duvall okay, because keep I'm going to threaten that. him. Keep doing that because that's going to be the first of many. And then... Uh, when he gets strong, when his uh, batting average goes up and he got 25 home runs around the All-Star break, I want to see what you say then. I got some good soap that we're going to put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I uh, Dansby had a game. Yes. I mean, he, he played well in the field. He played well at the plate and, and needed, much needed for his own confidence. Dansby needed it bad because he he's really been struggling. But – when you got other people producing, Dansby to me is the key to our lineup. When Dansby is hitting, everybody hitting. You understand? Yeah. Because he gives us a spark too. Because he sprays the ball at all parts of the field. They played him the pool. He hit it right in the gap. Dansby is hitting really good. We hit it the right center field. And so you know when we get Dansby going, and and again the strength of our lineup with Acuna in there is just. Just him being in the lineup just made us better okay. to me. So you got the lineup you wanted. How does it stack up against the East? Um, I, I think without, to me, without Arhe Solar, Soler, who was the World Series MVP last year, I think we're a notch below some. Um, I If everybody's hitting now, you know, we're good. But seven, eight, and nine, a lot of times last year, that was our strongest, especially in later games. The the bottom was feeding the top, and that was that was a great part of our lineup with Arhe Salar, which I know I harp on him, but how can you let a, a World Series MVP get out of here? And if you had him in our lineup, he could flip flop with uh, uh, Marcelo Zuna. One day he could play the outfield. He could be the DH. Next day, they could do the same with Azuna. I just don't understand that. The guy earned it. Pay these people, man. People get paid in baseball. Pay them. Stop. Stop. You done made $100 million off us going down there all year. Right. So I'm just saying uh, we just – I hope we can get hot. Uh, Kyle Wright pitched a hell of a game last yep. night, and he is looking like he's turned out to be our young ace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so happy for that kid. So how, again, who, 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 who? How are we stacking up against the NL East? We well, we- okay, the Mets are are playing some good baseball. Uh, the Mets went out and got a, a bunch of people this year in uh, free agency, 
and I think they're either eleven and five or eleven and six. Mm. And uh, they're playing good baseball. We yeah. got matter of fact, we got to go to Texas. Then we got the Mets in New York. Oh wow! So uh, uh, the Mets are playing good. The uh, Nationals always give us a tough time, right. whether they good or bad. Uh, and the Marlins, the Marlins, you know, we 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 should have. That's a series that we should have won. Yeah. And I really think if we had a Cunha in the lineup, we win. We win no series. It's about winning the series. Okay, we got a Cunha in the lineup, but we we lost uh, Eddie. So it was our is is that going to be yet another excuse? I mean, I'm sorry, another oh. <laughs> another setback as to why this lineup is not going to be optimally performing or no. it's not going to be missed. You know, the kid that we brought up, uh, hybrid trap was his name, Travis Demente or something like that. Anyway, mm -hmm. I think he was a free agent from, um, Detroit. And so we signed him to a minor league deal and he's come in and he's helped us. He's got speed, got a pretty quick bat. So, you know, I think he'll be fine for what Rosario was giving us. He done already gave us more in these first few games. Yeah. So, uh, I, I really think, uh, with, with Acuna back, we can steal a few base. He stole two bases last night. Yep. We can steal a few bases. Maybe that'll get Ozzy going on the base path a little bit. We got to create, uh, make the defense, uh, make some mistakes, you know, put pressure on the defense. So I, I think. We can be fine. Adam Duvall must hit, though. He must hit. But he can't just hit home runs. He's got to do. No, he's that's what I'm do. saying. He got to hit the ball all over the field. And something I noticed last night, maybe maybe I just happened to notice because I was there, but they do a lot of shifting. Both yes. both teams did yes. a lot of shifting. I and, hate it. Yeah. Oh, why? Why do you hate it? I hate the shift in baseball because I, I guess I'm more of a traditionalist. You play the position the way you play it. A lot of uh, – and it works for us sometimes, and sometimes it works against us. And I think they're going to take it away next year. So I just like – if you play second base, play second base. Uh, uh, you, you, you still got to give the hitter opportunity to me to make the game a game. Right. You understand? So I don't like the shift. I'd be glad when it leaves. And – uh I know the other teams will get a uh, they'll get a hit when they ordinarily wouldn't, but I'm okay with that. All right, guys, good talk, folks. We're gonna take us a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. We'll be back to talk about our poor Hawks. Be back in a moment. Hey, this is T Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time. But I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live. The episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. You gotta listen to the Let's Talk with Dexter Benning show, where we talk about the issues of the day, from politics to stupid laws and stupid lawmakers. Please join us every Monday morning at 10 a.m. for the real Let's Talk with Dexter Benning.
All right, folks. <laughs> it's a live Friday night here in Cardiff with George on the couch to say the sports report. What oh, I wish we had. A, I wish we had a camera in the studio so folks could see what goes on here. Sometimes they wouldn't believe it unless they saw it. Mm-hmm. All right, gentlemen, we've talked. We've talked Falcons. We've talked Braves. It's time to talk Hawks. Um, valiant effort, maybe kind of, sort of. What do you think about the absolutely anticlimactic way that they were booted from the playoffs? Sorry, that's just sorry. Come down to the last play where you can tie the game and. You pee it down your it, it wasn't flattering. Um, I, I think it was a slap in the face when they set out Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. Uh, Jimmy, that was nothing wrong with Jimmy Butler. They were just resting him. Mm-hmm. They can say what they want. Uh, <clears throat> we got some problems that we got to fix. Yeah, and it's not, and people have been getting on trade. It ain't all Trey's fault. Uh, I think uh, it has a lot to do with, uh, Nate got something to do with it, too. I think Nate need to do a better job of coaching. I don't think he did his best job of coaching in this playoff series. But do you find that that's more Nate's fault or more Trey and the players' fault? That they're not either listening to Nate or Nate didn't, didn't do his I think part? It's, I think it's a combination. I mean, I watched uh, most of the games. And Nate don't seem to make any in-game adjustments. And then the players take terrible shots. I mean, everybody else, I looked at a lot of the other games. Everybody else in the league drive the ball to the basket. I know I've been, this is like beating a dead horse. They drive the ball to the basket. In basketball, you you get as many easy baskets as you can. Why we never do that? You know, go to the line. Shoot. Kevin Durant lives at the free throw line. I mean, so, and then, you know, when Trey comes up, he gets uh, triple teamed, okay? If you're bringing the ball up when you get to, to the court, why do the guys ain't coming up and you get rid of the ball before they trap you? You know, that's that's basic fundamentals. Basketball. That's fundamentals. Move the ball swiftly. We don't do that. Nate looking at that. Why you not tell him? Move the flipping ball. T Bird, I cannot believe that he's not. I, I, That's I, what I'm talking. I read an article the other day that talked about they how they noticed Trey in the huddle. Yeah. And Nate was trying to draw up a play for him, and he was nowhere near the huddle. Yeah. He was literally staring off in the space, looking on the court, not even paying attention. So it's like it's like coaching teenagers a little bit. They're That's not right. listening. So it's Again, is it do we just need to get rid of Nate and just try to find a coach who is is able to reach these kids, or is it just the fact that maybe some of these superstars, particularly Trey, are just not coachable? I, I think there's a possibility there because he's young and young in his career. But I'm looking at the scores here, blowout games. I mean, we lost by twenty plus points twice you know 10 points and then we had the close the one game we won was one point Mm -hmm. that's that to me seems almost lucky and looking at some of the other series they had close games every other series had a close game milwaukee Mm -hmm. memphis series is phenomenal yeah i mean they're trading blows out there but the the thing that just resonates with me is just there's most of the games that the hawks have have played have just not been close i mean i i just Something is going wrong, and we're not adjusting. Defense. We don't play defense. Y'all watch the games. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen so many easy buckets by the other team in my life. Yeah. So where are the defensive principles at? Uh, 
again, I have no idea. I I, I like Nate. Uh, I really thought he was going to be a good addition to our uh, team. Um, but somewhere, somebody ain't listening. Right. And 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 DeAndre Hunter, why he been all year? He, <laughs> uh, he scores 35 points the right. other night just going off. Went off. And, and then he, he files out of the game on a bogus call. And then he really didn't file the guy. Uh, P.J. Tucker just flopped, right? The NBA comes back the next day and says, uh, I know that we called a number six foul on your best player last night, uh, but it wasn't a foul. Wow. Now, why are you going to come back and tell us that? Yeah, what we're going to do? Go back and replay don't, the game? Don't, don't they have the official review yes. up in the booth all the yes. way in New yes. York or somewhere? So. Now, you you take your, the for that night, DeAndre Hunter was our best player. He was. Because mm-hmm. he was bombing. And then you take him out on a bogus call, knowing we need everything. And then you're going to come back the next day and say, uh, Sorry. Yeah, we it was a bad call, but we're moving on. That's that's a bunch of malarkey. Yeah. So, OG, the Hawks need some dogs. They do. Yeah. They got to have some dogs, man. And, and what I mean by dogs, folks, is you got to have people coming there that's, that's kind of bullies, and they bully the uh, the opponents, other the other team. You you know they they got to be the scavengers, okay. And then we got to have that number two score that we don't have that DeAndre Hunter was the other night that he ain't been all year. Okay. So it's going to be some moves made. Now you I'm gonna, think? Yes. They're going to make some moves. It's going to be some additions and it's going to be some subtractions. I guarantee you. You can't take that same team and do the same thing again next you year can't. that you did this year. But can you really see the Hawks being aggressive and firing the coach? No, they're not going to fire and then, Nate. And then making some significant trades and paying some players some big money to come play in Atlanta. I think that, that player-wise, they'll make some moves. I don't know who or what, but they'll make some. They got to. They got to. Okay. Nate will will be fine as long as he don't get off to a terrible start. I kind of hope he does. I think if he – no, nah, man, I don't <laughs> want to go through that no more. But the, but he's not – we see the writing what, yeah. on the wall, T-Bird. We already see that this is long-term. And the thing about it is he knew this because he didn't want the head coaching position. Mm-hmm. I think that he realized, you know what – there's a there's a tremendous shift going from assistant coach to coach, and you may have that rapport as the assistant coach, especially if everybody hates the head right, coach. Right. Once you become the head coach, the roles change, and I just don't think that he's he has the respect that he needs in, in order to be able to take this team to a playoff where you have to you have to listen to your coach. You, yeah. you have to be willing to 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 be in the huddle while he's drawing up plays. If you don't trust him to give you those, make make those opportunities for you, create plays for you, then why are you playing for him? I, I get it. Uh, I don't know. OG, what's your thought on that? I think, I think you're absolutely right. We need a, we need a, a bully in the, in the paint. We need a Dennis Rodman type, somebody that's physical, that only cares about getting rebounds because we can't rebound for nothing <laughs> and, and plays defense. And, you know, Dennis Rodman was famous for saying he want he would, his dream would be zero for zero from the field and zero for zero from the free throw line, but 25 boards. Yes. We will take that all day long. But we need a solid, consistent number two score. We need a Scottie Pippen. Yeah, well, we, uh, you know. Who's, that, who's out there, though? Who? I, you see, y'all were laughing at me when I was talking about Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie been balling. He been mm. balling. But listen, 
I'm talking about for what was available. Mm-hmm. You understand? He would have gave us more than Herder, and he would have gave us more than uh than um uh what's his name? Uh DeAndre Hunter. Because let me tell you, Kevin Herder plays so scared to me. It seems like he's scared. And I don't know why, because the boy got all the physical tools. He's six eight. He can shoot and he can go to the hole, but all he want to do is shoot threes. And then when he ain't shooting threes, he don't do nothing else. So I'm just I'm just baffled with our style of play. I watched this the other night, Mo. We had around the top of the key, the paint right here. Are you, that, are you really drawing? I'm drawing. <laughs> that was nobody. That was nobody in the paint. Nobody. Okay, you had all your players around the perimeter, and the ball was just doing this. Trey was over here doing his dribbling at just right there. Three players on, and they were just watching. They were just watching. Nobody tried to move to get open so he could throw it to them. Nobody uh, cut down the, through the lane so he could throw. I, I'm like, what are y'all doing? It, it was pathetic to watch. And then Nate standing over there with his arms folded. So guess who right now the top prospect for free agents is? Shooting guard. Who? Zach Levine. Uh, he would probably be a good addition for us. I mean, he's they averaging he averaged he's averaging this year twenty four point four points a game. We need it. Yeah, we, we mean, gotta have it. He he would he would probably be a good addition. We we again we got to make sure that he fits into what we're trying to do, and that's the first thing they're gonna tell you. Now, do he fit what we're trying to do? What are we trying to do? I have no idea. That's what, <laughs> but that's what they're gonna tell you, right? You know, do he fit again? We got to be the least moving team in the NBA. We can't run a we we can't even get out on fast breaks. You know why? Because Bogey can go down leading a fast break, get to the three point line and shoot up three and miss, and then the other team gonna get the rebound and run all the way back down on the other side and slam slam the ball for two, and we wondering what happened. <laughs> I I think I think we've definitely got some whole, some problems, and and Nate and Trey need to figure out that that's got to be first and foremost. They, they got to get on a championship the same page. or something together and bond something. Because when Trey's doing his thing, he doesn't want to pass. No one else wants to move. Like that that right there is a problem, but it starts with Nate and Trey kind of believing in each other that yeah, they're going to set themselves yeah, up for success. Yeah. It's, almost, it's almost, it's starting to look like ISO Joe again. And that's, we, Yeah. I hope we're far removed from that era. I hope we are. Well, and let's let's go down the roster a little bit. We got a minute. Del- 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 Delano Gallinari. Delino, how you pronounce that? Delino or Danalo? I think it's Danalo. Okay. <clears throat> when Danalo is on, it's a great thing. But he the type, he had 25 points tonight, and then he'll sit out the next night because something is hurting. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to Bogey. Same thing. When he's shooting that three, he running and jumping and screaming and hollering. And then... He'll hit 40 points. The next night, he out. Oh, maybe, I think he fell on his thumb or something. <laughs> Had a hangnail. I mean, he's got no consistency, <laughs> man. You know, okay, let's go to DeAndre Hunter. Oh, Lord. Okay. I have no idea where DeAndre Hunter has been all year. He, he they Trey throws him the ball. He bobbles it out of bounds. He goes to the basket. He bobbles it out of bounds. 
I, I just started calling them Butterfingers. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> and he got those big eyes, and you're like, man, what are you doing? Can't you see the goal? Okay. And then let's go to um okay, we got uh uh the center, uh Clint Capella. Clint Capella. Okay, Clint started to play in the last part of the, the season. Uh it's like like old Clint. Don't don't know what was going on there. John Collins, I I love John Collins. I, I I I pushed him all year. Did not, and I know he came off of injury, but did not have a good series. <clears throat> Thirteen. We, we need John to average 20, 25 points. And uh, I think that the the plan was for him to be that second twenty ten kind of score. Um, but we Dre. don't run nothing for nothing him. Nothing at all. It, it makes no sense. It literally is like having a Cadillac and driving your hundred. That's exactly right. And and again, who do you blame that on? You blame that on Nate. Because right. if I call a timeout, I pull my team over there and I said, we're going to run it through John. Y'all better run it through John. Okay? Uh, who who we got left? Uh, we got uh, Big O. Uh, I can't never remember his name. Uh, That's what we call him, Big O. Double O. They, uh, <laughs> anyway, nice addition. I hope we can keep him till he's fully there. But they're going to have to make some changes. Lou, I don't know what happened to Lou. I mean, I know, right? He it's like he said, "All right, man, I'm done." And mm -hmm. this was 25 games ago, right? So, again, I I, I just don't know, but we got to do something because we 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 just we just running out of stuff, y'all. Again, it's it's yet another rebuilding year, yet another sad end to what could have been a potentially good year. But we're gonna take a quick break, guys, here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T Bird, Mobed, and the other guy. We'll be back. Like the way I was drawing that out. Yeah, the, <laughs> who to see? For who to see? So it's probably the most exciting time of the year. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, maybe you have your pick, so maybe your team is in it. Maybe it's not. But hopefully, if you didn't see it, if you didn't see it, you heard about it, you saw the memes, you saw the pictures, you saw the video, probably the nastiest dunk of the last 25 years. Probably not since Vince Carter. Oh, my dunk. goodness. Did you but see it, John OG? John Morant oh. just posterized Beasley. Posterized him. What you got? I mean, and – John Morant really hadn't heard much about him, and he got the uh, most improved player this year. So he certainly is on the rise and want to watch. He made the All-Star. So it's, it's certainly great to be able to see these young players in these playoffs here just really show the impact and really give us some good basketball. But, OG, did you see it? Oh, my God. How can you not? It it was it was emphatic, to yeah. say the least. And, man, you want to talk, like you said, posterize. That's the best word for it. And he's he's what six two or so. Yeah, I mean, he can guy. jump out of the gym. Oh man, he's uh, he's everything in a bag of chips. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I mean, I'm serious, man. John Morant is is something special. And I'm so happy for Memphis. You know, I'm happy for Minnesota. Yeah, good series. I'm I'm, I'm happy for all those teams because you know, you know, they never in the spotlight. So if it can't be Atlanta, why not be them? But uh, Memphis is playing some gritty basketball. They are, and uh, uh, they just uh, he he makes them go. But they won what twenty something games without him when he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So that tells you they got a good team around him. Got a good team around him. Minnesota's no slouch. Certainly like to see Edwards and Cat right, right. Um, really trying to push that team through. Uh, does it question? Does it hurt a little bit? And I know we are so sick of the comparisons, but does it hurt a little bit to see Dallas move on? Well, not really. With Luca. Yeah, I you know, we'd have moved on last year though. So, you know, we went to the to the uh conference uh title game. So I'm sure that they looked at it the same way. I I I'm not gonna take nothing away from Trey Young. I think he's a, a superstar. I really do. I think he's got a lot to learn because he's young. But you gotta remember Luca played pro ball overseas before he got to the NBA. Right. So, you know, either way, uh, I think Trey is better for our team and Luke is better for their team. So, you know, good for them, but I don't think they're going to go that not much further. Not at all. Who, who else we got? The, the, we've got um, Golden State moving on. Right. No surprise there. I'm surprised they didn't sweep. Um, are you surprised at the, the – is it the – who's Phoenix playing? The Pelicans. Yes. Are you surprised with that series? I am surprised that that the Pelicans took two games right. from the Suns. Yeah. I, I mean, the you know, great team in the Phoenix and they, you know, improved and number one seat. I am a little surprised. Is, Dev- is Devin Booker hurt? Uh he was. He yeah. missed, missed one two, game. But, but one game, right. But last night, Chris Paul went off. He did. You ever seen anybody shoot hundred percent from the field? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, he shot a, he made every shot. Who I can't remember nobody doing that. Even Mike didn't do that. Right. In a game, I don't think he made every shot. And uh, like Chris Paul said, man, I I can't do a heat check because <laughs> because I don't take that many shots, you know. But he made every shot, and that's that's something special. So I've, I've been a fan of Phoenix, you know, since mm-hmm. back when Char Barkley played um, Dan Marley. But I don't want to get too excited because. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. it's, 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 he plateaus and That's he becomes right. like a beast and a superstar. And all of a sudden there's an injury. So right. do you think that he can stay healthy to bring, to, to bring home a championship for Phoenix? I think, I think he has to, because look at how they were before they brought him in and the veteran leadership that he brings and just the, the, it, he's an extra weapon, but he, you know, he, he knows that he's number two to, to, to Booker and and somebody that understands that role and is a veteran and can bring that leadership, I I think he's irreplaceable yeah. for that system. Yeah, he makes him better. Yeah, he he don't mind that. That's his uh, right. you know, his job is to go out there and uh make everything work. And he said that out of his own mouth. You know, I'm not really here to score. I'm here to make sure everybody else get what they need, mm-hmm. and I'll score when the opportunity presents itself. And for a veteran guy that knows that I'm on the back end of trying to win me a title, uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to get that title. Because, you know, he was there last year. Um, So, you know, can Phoenix win it? I won't know that until they do. Really? Yeah. yeah, You understand what I'm saying? 
I mean, I, sense, I, I don't mean to be corny with that, but I'm just saying, yeah. it's just some teams that you say, I just don't know until they win it. I can't, I can't see anybody be, I, I'm, I'm seeing Golden State and, and Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, um, Boston. Boston. Those seem to be the two teams that are clicking on our cylinders right now. I, I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah. I, I agree. I, I would agree with that. And, and the Celtics played very well against a good Nets team. I mean, a very good Nets team. And they, they swept and swept them because the Celtics got great defense they, and they got that dog Marcus smart. He is a dog. Yeah. yeah. You understand? He, and getting fist fights in college. Yes. I mean, just that's what you want that's what you want you gotta have somebody with some type of an intimidation factor mm -hmm. even though kevin durant say he didn't intimidate him he got in his head he got in his head and and that's all they trying to do get in the head right so but we also got milwaukee look pretty sharp against the bulls uh i, mm. I think i think i don't know that Celtics, Milwaukee, both looking strong. I'm not. Didn't Chris, I think, didn't Chris Middleton go down there? Yeah, Chris Middleton he went did. down. And for me, that's a big takeaway. That's a big takeaway from your team. And so, you know, when you, if, if Milwaukee gets in the finals with, say, Golden State, you got to have Chris Middleton. Uh, speaking of, of injuries and, and Joe Embiid uh, tore, his, tore a ligament in his thumb. I think I think 76ers are all but done after after Embiid's goes down. I I just he's he's the guy. Everything kind of flows. I, I don't know if they can they can really hang with anyone else that's left. Yeah, uh Joel Embiid, yeah. Uh did you what what did I hear now? He <laughs> tore a ligament in his Such stomach. Such a man. Joel Embiid did. Yeah. <laughs> he tore a ligament. Nah, he he's going to play though. Yeah, but I I'm sorry. with a torn ligament, sir. That really in no. his finger? In his thumb. He'll play. Think about how you shoot. You I know need your thumb, but but you know this is the finals, and if you can walk, you're gonna play. Just like he played against us last year when he had that bad knee. All of a sudden, it wasn't bad. <laughs> right, but it's gonna. I think it's it's more. It could be more of an annoyance than anything because it's gonna yeah. throw off how he shoots and how he holds the ball, and and that'll throw him off his game, and he won't have the the. Joel Embiid type of game. Well, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. Okay, first of all, they're going to take that thumb, move it around a little bit, and then they're going to shoot this stuff in there that makes the pain go away. He said stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to shoot that stuff in there that makes the pain go away. Now, it may come back at the end of the game, but they're going to make it operable for him so he can play. Just like they shot that stuff in his knee last year against us, and he played like he did not have a knee problem. Now, <laughs> now, if he were to go up against a Marcus Smart, you think Marcus Smart's not going to be swiping at that? Yeah, that, yeah, you would be a fool not to. But, you know, that's just, uh, you know, coaching your team up and, and trying to look for the flaw. So my, my job, hey, I want to get Joel Embiid out of the game, give us a better chance. Well, it makes right. sense. Makes sense. Um. Hey guys, this is uh, producer Dex coming in to throw you guys a little bone. I just read on ESPN, Trevor Bauer is suspended for two seasons by the MLB. This is for an alleged sexual assault. Uh-oh. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to dial in on that, go ahead. Well, uh, hey, that's our first, uh, that's our first breaking news. Breaking news. Hey, breaking. <laughs> 
it's it's the most most severe one the the MLB is, is has passed down. Um, I think he's gonna appeal it, and I don't know if he's gonna if he'll get to play while he's appealing or what. Because you know, in a lot of other stuff, uh, you can while the appeal is going on, you can play. So well, the thing, the, I, it's kind of, in the, and I'm a female, and of right. course, I understand we're in the middle of the Me Too movement, and I want to be careful with what, with what I say. But my understanding is there hasn't been a criminal conviction, mm-hmm. correct? Right. It's it's a, it's a little scary that your livelihood the way you make your money can be gone in a flash just because of an accusation. Again, absolutely not, not getting into whether or not it's true or false, but the fact that typically we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, right. that kind of, that narrative has kind of changed in two years, two years, two yes. years. That's a long time. That's, he ain't, he ain't. Just so you guys know, just so you guys know. Uh, Bauer was accused of sexual assault by a San Diego woman who requested a restraining order and essentially alleged that he took consensual rough sex too far over the course of two encounters last April and May. Uh, okay. That, and that's the word that I got when, when that come out, um, you know, because we don't know and OG, I don't know how you feel about it, but because we don't know everything that, that, that went on when it, when you're doing that, you know that rough stuff he said that you know you know that <laughs> I mean, rough stuff and i'm not trying to make again i'm not trying to make light of it but they've been together before okay and all of a sudden it seems like it wasn't liked or welcomed this time mm-hmm. because if you he ain't he done been rough before i'm sure so I don't know where all that's going. Somebody could have got mad at somebody. Well, the, again, you know? but they're not being a criminal conviction. Uh, I, 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 think, I, I think that's unfair. I uh, again, I, I know that it's, I guess it's almost like, you know, a civil suit. You know, you don't have to have a criminal conviction. Right. I get that. I guess it's just the getting up. caught in that position or possibly potentially being caught in a position that compromises you. I get that. But I just still think we have to start giving folks the benefit of the doubt when it comes to their careers. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. He I, ain't through one pitch for the Dodgers. Yet. Right. Yeah. But again, so how did he, how, how did he break the policy? Because the, the MLB wants you to be a good person on the field and off. But, but I get that. But again, yeah. how do you know he broke the policy? If he hasn't been convicted of something. Agreed. That, it, that's, but that that's sounds like case, something for lawyers to determine. Exactly. And, and, if, and if I can just say, and, and think about that guys, that's actually kind of scary. Anybody yeah. can go down to the sheriff's right. department right. and say, Hey, you did this or you did that. That's exactly they come right. for you with a warrant. They, and, and you like, what, what you talking about? That's why you right. keep your receipts. That, keep yeah. your receipts. <laughs> yeah. But but then on the other side, you could have the Deshaun Watson situation where he's got all these and then they they disappear. You know, I, I don't again, money talk. Uh oh. And you that know what? You walks. know what walk? Mm-hmm. Because I know Deshaun Watson <laughs> done spent a lot of money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Somebody's spending money. And this guy done spent some money too. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know what else is what else could be going on. And you know, all those guys, those attorneys, they get in there and they they make stuff go over there for a while. Yeah. Our, uh, Marcel Azuna spent some money. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, all of a sudden, when he hit his wife, his hand came back. You know, I mean, it, it didn't hit, it hit her, but it came it back. Yeah. It, you know, okay, it was on her face, and then it. It came I can't, back I can't to deal with him, you, T-Bird. You know? I can't really. So I, I, 
And Marcel out there playing baseball like, I'm the happiest man in America. I'm on the baseball field, baby. This boy act like he a kid in the candy store, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so happy. I mean, I can't blame him. I can't blame no, him. Because he, he, shoot, ain't nothing bothering Marcel now. So what about... Um, uh, real quick, we got a question. How will Russell Wilson make an impact in Denver? That is from Dave. Dave, thanks for your question. I think he's going to make a big impact in Denver. They ain't had a quarterback in 20 years. It hasn't been no, 20 years. Not Peyton, 20 years. Peyton, Peyton Manning Peyton. hadn't been gone that long. Well, how many quarterbacks they done been through? Oh, my goodness. They've so, been through a couple. So, through. so that's what I'm saying. I think Russell's going to make a big impact with them. I think he I think he brings stability. I think too. he brings experience. Um, he's still got some good playing years left in him. Now, right. can this coaching staff come together and maximize his talents and his skill set to kind of make sure that they can win some football games. What do you think? Yeah, he's a dynamic playmaker. He, of of all the mobile quarterbacks, he's the most accurate, which I I talk about mobile quarterbacks more often do not have good accuracy, but he's, he's the one difference or the one exception to that. And I think he's a good mentor because I really think the future is with Drew Locke, their, their backup quarterback. Drew Locke, he he started for them. What? Just just sit back and relax, T Bird. Just sit back. <laughs> Drew who? Drew Locke, I think, is a great quarterback for Denver. He's very young and he needs a mentor like Russell that can come in and, and show him, just like Aaron Rodgers got with Brett Favre. He if he's such situation. a great quarterback, they wouldn't went out and got Russell. It's all about <laughs> development, T Bird. You this got, boy, his lips stood still, didn't they? They, they, they? You did was kind of a little speechless moment. Drew there. Locke is not the answer for the Denver Broncos. I'm not. I think he's a good quarterback. Maybe he's not the answer, but man, you when you put all your apples in in one basket and get a a, a future potential franchise quarterback, you got to at least do their part. And I think Russell will be a great impact for Seattle, for uh, for Denver, yeah. uh, both for from a leadership perspective, uh-huh. but also. On the field, the boy can play. He Russell can play. Wilson, yeah, I mean, got great footwork, got a great arm. He he he's a leader. Uh, the kid knows how to lead. I mean, we saw that in Seattle, and uh, I think he's gonna help them great deal. They got a good defense in Denver yeah. too. Yeah. So you know, a quarterback needs a good defense, a good offensive line, and a running back. Yeah, that's what he I needs. Like that. Yeah. Are they gonna make the playoffs? I think so. I think Russell uh, helps them make the playoffs. Yes, and, and, and be, don't be surprised if they don't go a little further. Yeah, I can see. I can see Russell immediately ha- helping them win two, three, maybe more games. Couple just, playoff just games. Just by having, just by having them on games. the team. Yeah. All right. Good. Thanks for that question. All right. We break the losing streak to KC. <laughs> right. So what? As long as we break the losing streak to KC. I'm uh, I'm in agreement with Denver, that. So shout out to to the three hundred three. Yeah. Okay. The three hundred three. The three hundred three. That's 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 what we call that's it. That's in Colorado. You know it. Okay. That's what we call an area code. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a little bit older than y'all, so. If it's not seven seven zero four four, you don't know, right? There you go. <laughs> the three hundred three. Okay. All right. All right, man. Um. All right, guys. I, I just seen this some, some quick random thoughts. Random talk here. Number one in the NFL draft. Number one in the NFL draft. Trayvon Walker from UGA. How about them dogs going number one? Yeah, five defensive players, three of them on the D-line. That is a statement right there. 
because I mean, obviously they had a heck of a defense. They they played their butts off all year, and and really showed how good they really are in that championship game against Alabama. And none of them went to Atlanta. None of them, not a one. <clears throat> so a little <laughs> oh, bitter, yeah. huh? A little bitter. <laughs> well, you know, I, we need something. So okay. Yeah, just keep going. We, we sorry about that, y'all. Sound like something was squealing. <laughs> but uh we need Drew, we need we need something. And uh believe me, when you go to the Falcons games and they just run straight up the gut, seven, eight, twelve, ten. I mean that that's not fun. Right. It's just not fun. And I want it to be fun when I go spend right. yeah. my money. On a on a brand that ain't winning. Well, the thing about it is Jacksonville. If we want to make the make the Georgia tie, they've got a quarterback that's from Cartersville, and now they've got a defensive player that's from Georgia. So right, sound like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and and I think that's probably what's frustrating. You see them building. Yeah, you see this young team building because they went and got to tackle. Right, they got to tackle. Uh, they got a defensive uh stalwart, and and then you got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But yet we go get a receiver, a wide receiver. Now again, OG, I, I just tell me, tell me your thoughts on that. We need defense. Look, we look. Brady look, need help. Look, that's why that microphone squealed because yeah, we we yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> T Bird, we go look. I tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll do this. We'll flip it to this. So question for a little philosophical questions. We're talking about the draft and talking about because it is the big news of the week. Do you think the NFL should do a draft lottery instead? No, I like it where it is. No, because then you're going to have teams. I, I can see both things. I can see both ways. Mm-hmm. I think you could have, and, and almost every year it seems like we talk about it. if there's the one dominant player that's mm-hmm. coming out on the draft, teams will throw games or, or at least, you know, there's always that, that conversation. And I think the lottery obviously changes that. Look at the NBA. Um, but then again, yeah, it, it's nice to have like, hey, everybody knows what it is. And, and you know, the 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 excitement of the number one pick, I, I think the lottery would change that. But maybe it'd be for the better. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know, because the number one pick ain't always the best player, you know? Yeah. I mean, you get uh, you get what you need, I mean, right? Bill Belichick has made a living off of six, five and six and seventh rounders. What was Tom Brady? He was fifth. Okay. Fifth round. I, I just thought <laughs> I'd mention that. So, you know, I mean, a lot of the late round picks, you got to hit on them. That's your football team right there. Right. Yeah. Which is why I'm saying the Falcons need to trade, potentially trade one of these high, high draft picks for volume. They need volume, especially in those later rounds. I, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is take a couple of them picks trade up so you can tr- so you can try to get you, you ain't got to trade up every time trade up to try to get a key player that's in the mix right now like we needed uh tremaine johnson that defensive end out of uh uh, uh florida state and we we let him we you know we let him off the hook i mean you know so trade up, take a couple of picks, and you know, like uh, it was a couple of teams that was trading up last night. Did we talk about AJ Brown now? No, we didn't. Oh. Hold on, what you got, Dave? Uh, Dave is mentioning Kurt Warner. He says that high draft picks don't always work out, and 
look at somebody like Kurt Warner. Just to paraphrase, Dave. Yeah, uh, Kurt Warner was a late bloomer and uh, played in the uh, Arena League, and uh, and then late bloomer coming out of a grocery store. Yeah, he was. I mean, look at that. Look at that. (laughs) Made a movie about it. But, uh, you know, went to the Arena League. And as a matter of fact, I remember watching a couple of Arena games. He had that quick release, though. Mm-hmm. And he took that to the Rams. And, you know, the rest is history. I and mean. You can't you can't discount a guy like that. But he also had the fastest receivers. Oh, God, history. yeah. Like, none of those guys were slow. That, that, they, sh- they called it the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you know, you gotta have components to your machine. It ain't no doubt about that. So a lot, a lottery doesn't doesn't make it a little bit more exciting. Oh, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to. Okay, and I hate this. I love this guy, but Vic Beasley was number eight. Pick. Oh Lord, uh, number, Dave, Dave is talking about Isaac. Isaac uh, Bruce. Yeah, Isaac Bruce. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, you got a lottery. Vic Beasley was one of the top players. Uh, in that year's draft, right? Okay, he would have probably been a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Okay, so yeah, you know, and, and I, I got, I ain't got nothing but love for for Vic. Uh, that one year he had sixteen sacks. We thought it was gonna be great, but apparently, you know, Vic should still be playing, but he's not. He's not. All so, right, just a little bit more random talk. Um, we kind of talked about a little bit um with the NBA playoffs, but Brooklyn. Nets, were you surprised that they got swept? I mean, early exit, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I mean, they're supposed to be Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, I I really thought they were going to do a lot better. I, I really did, but but because they didn't, I'm glad. It it it, it did not hurt my feelings at all. Right, they're uh, a scary team when they're on. Yeah, and and Kyrie is, uh, I think he's a little off his rocker. I mean, I don't know what. It's a lot of stuff going on in his head. Kevin Durant, to me, is one of the greatest players we've ever seen, but he's a big crybaby. He worries about what people say about him. You're in a sport where people going to criticize you. He needs to delete his Twitter. Yeah, just get get off the Twitter and just play basketball, man, and just enjoy your life. You're making millions of dollars. Just get ready for next year and don't get up there in them press conferences crying about everything. So what do you think about Ben Simmons? I think he's (laughs) – that's He's been it. overrated since LSU. I'm sorry. Ben, I'm ben, sorry. Apparently, Ben got some things going on in his head, too. Apparently so. But, man, he he's standing up there with the team in his street clothes looking, you know, looking all fly with his brain. That, just shut up and sit down. And, like, he shouldn't even be standing with the team. I agree. But this is what happened, okay? They said, they said Ben, are you going to play? He said, well, my back hurt. I mean, I got mental problems. Uh, did he really what, say what, that? What, nah, what did he? What the, he's out because of the the mental health. The, the it's men, mental, mental health. health. Okay, like a Stephen Ridley mental health. Yeah, thing. he he's uh he's got the mental like Calvin Ridley, like <laughs> like he's got mental health. Okay, so uh they were thinking he was gonna be in the a game four, right? Right. They said, uh, Ben, you gonna play? He said, My back hurt. Okay, wait a minute. But the other day you had a mental health problem. Now your back hurt. Okay, and then he worked out a little bit more. He said, well, my mental health has came back. So apparently there's an imbalance there, a chemical imbalance somewhere. 
because I, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be interested to see if he plays next year. Yeah. With as much as much potential as he had, and then all of a sudden it it changed. I got to think there's there's something to it, but I don't know if he wants to really there's play. There's a reason the 76ers were glad to be rid of him. There's a reason. Right. And I think that Brooklyn is probably going to learn later rather than sooner. Um, and it's going to be unfortunate because I could, I, I've, I've never really been impressed with him. I know that he's got the potential to really be a, an impact player, but there's all, it's always just been something yeah. about him. Well, that he just, can't shoot. That's just, I mean, if you want to call a spade a spade, he plays great defense. He can, he can run the floor, but you ask him to shoot a jumper for a million dollars. He's gonna miss it. He's he gonna miss. It. But he doesn't him. need to in in the right. with, with what the Nets have. He doesn't need to be a scorer. That's right. I I I just I think something something more to it with with well, him. But let's, let's let's don't give all the credit to the Nets now. They dealing with Kyrie Irving and they dealt with James Harden. That's a lot. Oh Two of the God. biggest crybabies ever. Harden, don't and then you got Ben Simmons too. And they they, right. they they deserve treatment just for that long. That's what I'm saying. Man, if they if they added Russ, uh, Russ Westbrook, boy, oh they, they'd have a <laughs> they'd have. A <laughs> hey, he's a he's a restricted free agent this year. Y'all want him in Atlanta? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Russell Westbrook. I just rather lose hundred games. <laughs> Keep him. <laughs> yeah. Ever Keith. since he left OKC, downhill for Russ. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure this evening. Okay, for, uh, before we get out of here, I just want to give uh, props to uh, Mr. Tony Silver and Mr. Dexter Benning for giving us this great opportunity here at Mission Road Studios to do what we love to do every week. Hopefully, we got a whole lot more uh, front, uh, coming. And we want everybody to stay tuned to Mission Road Studios for all the upcoming shows that are coming. They're on the rise. And we having a great time. Thanks for joining us every week. Every week, Mo. I can't even get it up. Every week. Blah, 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 blah. Six o'clock Friday. See y'all next week. All right.